You're listening to a podcast from the South China Morning Post. It was supposed to be one of Hong Kong's biggest, most exciting sporting events of the year. The arrival of arguably the greatest football player of all time had fans in the city looking forward to seeing his skills on the field firsthand. Lionel Messi and his team Inter Miami landed in Hong Kong on Friday, February 2nd. After a public training session on Saturday, they were scheduled to play a friendly match against a Hong Kong football team the following day. But by Sunday afternoon, cheers had turned to jeers and demand for refunds. Messi stayed on the bench for the entire match. The next most celebrated player of the team, Luis Suarez, also didn't play, and neither stayed for the awards presentation when the game was done. Some fans paid nearly 5,000 Hong Kong dollars, or 640 U.S. dollars, for the best tickets. Many left the stadium outraged. I've been a Messi fan since I was very little, and it really hurt me tonight. Uh, I was very excited to see him play. It was going to be my first time ever seeing him play. I'm very disappointed,、uh, especially since they advertised him a lot for the match. Now, how do you bring Messi and Suarez to Hong Kong and not put them on for anything? It's disappointing. Shame on them. Shame on the organization. They should refund people here. Organizers and the Hong Kong government are now struggling to fix a public relations disaster. This is Inside China. I'm Jasmine Se. To talk about why some are calling this the greatest letdown of all time, I'm joined in the studio by our sports editor Joshua Ball. So, Josh, you were following the Sunday match very closely. What exactly happened? Well, I mean, obviously, there's been this build-up to this game for weeks. Everybody's been excited to see into Miami come. The expectation being that you know Lionel Messi is going to play, Luis Suarez might play, some of the other big names in the team will get on, and fans will have a chance to watch some of the greats of the game playing football in Hong Kong, which is what it's all about, right? So I think you go into a stadium with an expectation of this excitement and this build-up and this this energy. And then the crushing disappointment afterwards, and、uh, I think that's what—that's basically what happened. Was you've, you've got massive build-up, huge low, and and in between, Lionel Messi not getting onto the field, Suarez not getting onto the field, and so that you know I think that that's it in a nutshell, basically. Why did Messi not play during the game? Into Miami are going to tell you he was injured, that his hamstring was hurt. Last Tuesday,、uh, when they were playing in Riyadh against Al Hilal, he said that he'd felt some soreness. The club reportedly did a, an MRI on the Wednesday, but never really released any details of what that showed. They just said that he, he was he was carrying something. Thursday, Riyadh time, early morning Friday, Hong Kong time. So where we go with Inter Miami in the all pink? They had another game where they played Al Nazer, which they lost six nil, and they were losing six nil when Messi came on with seven minutes to play. Finally, we get to see the main man, Lionel Messi, coming on in place of Leonardo Campana. That 
game had been billed as like a last chance to see Ronaldo and Messi play each other. Ronaldo missed it because he was injured. Whether Messi decided it, he didn't fancy playing because Ronaldo wasn't playing or whether it was because of the hamstring, we don't know. And, you know, we're never going to know. So it gets to Hong Kong Friday afternoon. There was no indication from the club or the organisers that he was going to be unable to play. And that continued through Saturday. Everybody was aware that there was a niggle, but not to the extent of it. Saturday, the big open training session, again, which they sold 40,000 tickets for, which to watch a team train is, you know, it's pretty, that's pretty something. And so he came out, didn't really do much. I mean, kicked the ball a couple of times, spent most of his time sitting on a, an exercise mat, stretching, did a little bit of a kick around with some local children at a clinic, which was cut short. Everything was really cut short. They were supposed to do an hour and a half. They did 40 minutes, you know, that sort of thing. So maybe, maybe we should have had some indication then that things weren't right or they weren't going to go the right way. Again, Sunday rolls around. Messi's named on the subs bench, which isn't really a surprise because, you know, he could play the whole of the second half. You know, there's there's no reason for him to start, which is absolutely fine. And during the game, the announcers were hyping the crowd up. You know, when are we going to see Messi? When are we going to see Messi? Really driving the point home that he was here and that the expectation he was going to play. And then he didn't. And it transpired afterwards that the club had known hours before kickoff that he wasn't going to play at which point the anger and the disappointment that you as a paying fan would rightly feel turns to more anger because a lack of communication has created a situation where everybody expected to see something and then didn't see it so the team themselves they knew that Messi wouldn't play but they didn't tell the fans beforehand no, and as far as we're aware, they didn't tell anybody beforehand. Mm. Tatler, the organisers, released a statement on Sunday night saying that they didn't know. Mm. The government um, have clarified that they were only told with about 10 minutes left of the game that he wasn't going to play. Listen, whether people in the background knew or didn't know, the fact that nobody said anything to people who'd forked out thousands of dollars and flown thousands of miles to watch this game, they've missed something there. But aren't injuries common in football? It's such a physical game. I mean, don't fans always have this expectation that a player might not play because they're injured? Why were people so angry this time? You know what? That's absolutely a fair point. And we were we were talking about this in the office before where maybe someone needed to put a caveat out which said, this is football. The best 11 players will play depending on form and fitness as selected by the manager, right? That should That's a, a standard it's football it, or it could be American football it could be ice hockey basketball whatever it is athletes get injured this is not a shock I think the problem was that the organisers and the people responsible for marketing this game used Messi to such an extent and actually came out on social media and said we guarantee that into Miami's marquee players so the four players that we previously talked about Messi, Suarez, Busquets and Alba will all play in this game as it turned out only two played in the game Busquets and Alba now they played 20 minutes which for an exhibition game is a pretty solid effort that's absolutely but no I mean players get injured but again 
it was the poor communication or actually the complete lack of communication that created this problem, especially if during the game they're still hyping him up. If they'd thought about it, they would have had him do a lap of the pitch beforehand, at half-time, afterwards, maybe pulled a couple of kids from the crowd to sign a shirt or something just to lessen the obvious anger that there was going to be. Whoever's in charge of the communication failed miserably, unfortunately. They've, uh, they've totally stuffed it up, but that's maybe they'll learn from it. Hopefully they won't do it again. But yeah, I, th- I think that's, that, that's where the anger comes from. So as you said, the organizers, that's Tatler Asia for this event, yeah. they really hyped it up with Messi as really the face of this event. I mean, his face was all over advertisements across the city. His jerseys were being sold and worn. You could see them everywhere. Did the organizers oversell this event? Oh, massively. Massively, absolutely. But I think this also comes from, with the greatest will in the world, Tatler Asia are not a sports events company. They have no business organising major sporting events. They're not qualified to do it. They've got no experience of doing it. They should have brought in people who knew what they were talking about. And Hong Kong is not short of them. Hong Kong has organised the Rugby Sevens for, what, going on 45 years, something like that? There's a little bit of experience in the city when it comes to major sporting events. And the people who should have been organising it are the people who are responsible for events like that. Because they know, first thing, never overpromise. Never overpromise. That's cardinal sin. And then also, athletes get injured. So what's your backup plan? How do you negate that? Like, there was no personal appearance. There was no trying to do some good PR. To be honest, I think most of the blame for this, let's call it a fiasco, has probably got to land with the organisers on this one. Mm -hmm. And how much money did the organisers pay to hold this event? Um, There were suggestions that it was around about 7 million US. But again, we don't have official figures, so it's just an estimate at that point. However, Lionel Messi, his appearance fees are not going to be cheap given who he is. So I think I think you can draw your own conclusions from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of Messi, his fans are outraged right now, but mm. what did he think? Do we know what he thought of this event in Hong Kong? Did he care that he didn't get to play in the game? It's difficult, isn't it? I mean, look, he didn't make a single appearance in front of the press, so nobody got to ask him any questions. You would have thought that as a professional, he probably would have wanted to play if he could, but... On the flip side, he's, what, 36 years old. He's coming towards the end of his career. There were two tough games in Saudi Arabia. They've got another game in Japan on Wednesday. Their season starts on February the 21st. Playing and risking the injury becoming worse in what was essentially an exhibition game in Hong Kong, it wouldn't have made much sense. So no, I mean, nobody really knows what he thinks because we've not been able to ask him. But I, I don't think that you can, I don't think you can say that Messi sat it out because he didn't fancy it. Mm. I'm not sure that's who he is. I don't know because I don't know him, but I'm not sure that's who he is. Actually, after being booed off the field, Messi finally addressed the media on February 6th. <laughs> By this time, he and his team had already left Hong Kong for Tokyo, 
but he had a few words for his disappointed fans. Unfortunately, in soccer, in any game, it can happen that we can have an injury. It happened to me. I could not be in the match in Hong Kong. It is a pity because I always want to participate. I want to be there, especially in these matches when we travel so far and people are so excited to see our matches. And people are now drawing parallels to what happened on Sunday, to what happened with another famous football player, that's Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, He and his team were scheduled to play in mainland China earlier this year, but they later postponed matches because Ronaldo got injured. He apologized to his fans. They issued refunds. Well, guys, for me, today is a sad day um, because I want to say um, sorry to the Chinese fans, especially in Shenzhen, because as you know, in football, some things you cannot control. As, as you know, I played 22 years in football and I'm the player that, who don't have too many injuries. So I'm really, I'm really sad. Why uh, didn't Inter-Miami and the organizers of this event do something similar? Maybe apologize, maybe offer refunds? You know what? That's a very, very good question. And if I could get hold of into Miami and Tatler to ask them, I would. I think that, again, it comes back to communication. And maybe the people in charge of their, their PR aren't as good as the ones who are in charge of Ronaldo's PR. Ronaldo fronted up, he sat in front of the press, he sat in front of the fans, and he said, I'm sorry I'm injured, I can't play. I can't see that it would have taken a lot of organisation to put Lionel Messi in front of a couple of cameras and do the same thing. So I'm not sure why they didn't choose to do that. Uh, In terms of the refund, Tatler could issue refunds if they wanted to. That would be a lot of money, (laughs) but they could do it if they wanted to. But then maybe that sets a bad precedent Mm. and, and there's a whole host of issues connected with it. But yeah, they certainly could have handled it a lot better than they did. Mm -hmm. You mentioned how Messi and his team are heading to Japan. Do we know if he'll be playing there or will he stay on the bench as well this time? We don't know. Nobody knows. I think if he were to play in Japan, that would take an issue which will prolong it. So maybe they wouldn't want him to. But then uh, if you're looking at it from the Inter-Miami point of view, if he's legitimately injured, then he's not going to play. Hmm. If he's not legitimately injured or they're easing him back into things, he might play a little bit. And from a non-sporting perspective, Japan is a far larger market for Inter-Miami and Major League Soccer than Hong Kong is. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't hesitate to suggest that maybe that played a part in some thinking. During the press conference in Tokyo, Messi said that he might be able to play this time around. Today in the afternoon, we're going to train. We're going to test again. The truth is that I have a very good feeling compared to how I was before. Depending on how it goes, I'll see if I play. To be honest, I don't know if I can do it or not, but I feel much better and I'm really looking forward to doing it. So it seems like a lot of attention has been on Inter-Miami and Messi, but what about their opponents on Sunday, the Hong Kong football team? Did anyone come out to support them specifically? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there were lots of, there were lots of Hong Kong fans there keen to see the team play. You know, and it must have been an incredible atmosphere for them to be part of because normally 
you know, I mean, they don't play in front of small crowds. Well, domestically they do, but when Hong Kong play, you know, six, seven thousand, and Mong Kok Stadium can be quite a good atmosphere. But that forty thousand people in Hong Kong Stadium, that doesn't happen every day. And I, I hope the players really enjoyed it. I hope they took the opportunity to love every minute of it. And uh, it was more. It was definitely about being able to to watch them and celebrate them too. Mm-hmm. So. What's going to happen next? As you term this as a fiasco, I mean, what are you keeping an eye out for? Well, I mean, I think you have to keep an eye out for the government's reaction, but I think also the government have got questions to answer because of the fact that they gave this event M mark status. What, what what's M mark? M mark status basically is where the government will go in and provide funding and help because they recognise the importance of the event coming to Hong Kong. So, you know, the Hong Kong Open Golf, the Rugby Sevens, this, uh, the World Rally Cross last year, those are all designated M-Mark events. Tatler Asia was supposed to receive 16 million Hong Kong dollars from the city government, but a day after the match... I am here to make a short statement on behalf of Tatler Asia... Tatler's chairman and CEO, Michel Lamonier, issued a statement. Tatler Asia deeply regret the disappointing ending to what was an exciting occasion and has decided to officially withdraw its application for the M Mark event status and 16 million Hong Kong dollars grant. Thank you. The government has got a little bit of egg on its face after this one. There were also issues around the World Rally Cross event which wasn't as good as it might have been. So I think those people who are on the committee who are making these decisions should probably face some questioning. But also I think the the other thing that we'll be looking out for is what does Hong Kong do next? Because to be a world city, you need to have certain things. And, you know, everybody talks about not having Taylor Swift or Coldplay and hoping that when Kitak comes online, that's the sort of thing that will happen. Hong Kong's very good at staging business events and, you know, fintech and expos and things like that. But if it really wants to take another step, it needs large sporting events other than the Sevens. And it needs large concerts. And I think so Hong Kong's reaction to this setback is going to be quite telling. That was Josh Ball. You can find his team's latest updates about this messy fiasco at scmp.com. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.